Hey there, I'm Bella Hilton and welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast. If you have been struggling to conceive a baby, well grab a cup of tea. You have come to the right place because I've got your back. I spent 11 years trying to conceive my baby and I don't want you to wait that long. In fact, in that 11 years, I dealt with a bad marriage and a bad divorce, infertility, miscarriages, IVF, toxic workplaces, insensitive comments, and even breast cancer. I got through it all and I'm happy, healthy, and smiling. And I have an amazing husband and a little boy. Now, my superpower is helping women just like you to heal their hearts, live a life that is even better than they thought possible, and then conceive their babies. Because I learned to get the good stuff, I had to get right with myself first and find my happiness now. I finally put my psychology background to use, empowered myself, used my intuition, eliminated my blocks, and that's when everything changed. So here we'll explore your mind and emotions on the journey to conceiving your baby, how to make them work for you, and how to live an amazing life in the process. Hi everyone, welcome to the Studio Fertility Podcast today, and I'm hoping that you are having a great day, but if you are, or if you are not, then you are, um, you have come to the right place, um, and if you are having a hard time conceiving your baby, you have also come to the right place. Now, I'm Bella Hilton, host of this podcast, expert mind-body fertility coach, an NLP practitioner, but if you don't know what that is, don't worry about it, a hypnotherapist, and general all-round psychology nerd. And on a mission to have women who are struggling with infertility to change their journey so they are happy now or at least feel a heck of a lot better and conceive their baby. Because I kind of believe that any time not spent enjoying your life is kind of wasted time. And I tend to think that way because that keeps me on track. And I'm not talking about that shirk all your responsibilities and go live on a beach in Thailand drinking cocktails all day and getting massages kind of a dream. Um, Although that sounds very nice at this point. (laughs) I'm just talking about basic daily happiness. So let's dive in today because today I want to talk about what I consider kind of a dangerous game that too many people play in life in general, but very much so on the fertility journey as well. And I have a feeling today might come across as a bit of a public service announcement, but I'm just really passionate about this to share this with you. And I call this game dangerous only because I know how greatly it can impact someone who's trying to conceive. Dangerous because when I hear the words, as a coach, giant red flags go off for me. But it's not truly dangerous in the way we understand danger to be. It won't hurt you um, on the outside. Like it won't give you a cut on the outside. It might give you a cut on the inside, if you know what I mean. Um, Bruise your heart. Uh, And it's called the when and then game. Well, at least I'm calling it the when and then game. Now, I know I have spoken about this in, in other podcasts, but I felt very much like it needed its own voice today after having spoken with some amazing women lately. And honestly, all the women I speak to are truly amazing with how they are basically, you know, even functioning with all that they've been through. 
Um, but I know that I can always take that to the next level for them. So what is the when and then game, Bella? Well, I'm glad you asked. So I'll tell you. It's the idea that when something happens, then it will allow something else to happen. And it applies to many things in life quite realistically, okay? We're not ever going to have this not have a when and then, right? So it's when I get paid this week, then I will pay my rent or pay my mortgage. When I put in my application, then I will hear back whether or not I got the loan, right? Those things make perfect sense. But here's where it doesn't make sense. Not when it comes to emotions and thoughts. When people say, when I get pregnant, then I will be happy. When I get pregnant, then I will be able to heal from my miscarriage or take the pain away from my miscarriage. When I have a baby in my arms, then I will be able to relax. Well, I think you're just selling yourself short. Um, Just for the way I like to live my life anyway, I think you're selling yourself short. And all of these kind of statements, honestly, actually make me feel horrified inside when I hear them. And I know that's a big word. So why do I feel like that? Because I don't want anyone to have to live like that. And you wouldn't choose to live like that if you didn't have to. So I know that. Here's what I want and why I do what I do. I want women to heal from their fertility journeys completely so they don't feel like they survived something. I don't want it to be a fight. I want you to just feel whole, like now, I want you to enjoy your life now on the journey to conceiving your baby or at least feel a whole lot better than you probably feel right now. I want you to be able to experience all the joy you could have while you were pregnant despite the miscarriages you've had, like from day one and so much more. And if I can get you even a tenth of the way there, I know I've helped you. Now, I've had clients who have done 180s and thoroughly enjoy their lives while trying to conceive who were miserable before they saw me. And I have clients who improve a lot. You know, they really change their way of thinking and feel more balanced, who maybe aren't singing from the rooftops, but feel way better and everything in between that, okay? I don't want you to have to feel like any progress you make mentally and emotionally isn't good enough because you aren't ecstatic every single day. It doesn't work like that. It's not the goal here. It's about getting you back to being you and not suffering. And there are many who would say, well, yes, but how can I be happy without a baby in my arms, Bella? I want a baby more than anything else in the world. And I'm not taking away from your desire for a child. That is very real. I'm not taking away from the traumas you have faced on your fertility journey or even in life in general. I'm not taking away from a shitty experience you might be having right now that means you need to feel your emotions authentically and feel sad and just feel a little bit shit. What I'm saying is that on a daily basis, you deserve to feel balanced emotionally, be happy, and I know that's subjective, and enjoy your life. Don't you deserve to be happy right now just as a human being? Please say yes. We are so often taught, though, that things and people and money and, you know, external things bring us happiness, but they don't. 
I mean, there have been surveys that say like earning up to a certain point of money will actually bring you happiness because it helps you function in society and, you know, um, and enjoy your life and be able to pay for things. But after a certain amount, it doesn't bring you any more happiness. So all those people that think they want a million dollars, perhaps they don't. (laughs) I'm not going to say whether you do or not. But what I'm trying to say is we set those rules for what makes us happy. For some people, it's waking up in the morning and everything else is a bonus, right? Now, I'm probably not one of those people, <laughs> but I, I, when I thought about this, I lowered my bar for success because I had set my bar so high for success that I was never going to be happy. Let's think about that. Never going to be happy because I'd set my bar too high. Now, when you were young, did you imagine that you would choose to doom yourself to a life of misery by setting your bar too high. No, because it doesn't make any logical sense to do that. And when I thought about it like that, I knew I had to change. I realized that I'd been doing it my whole life with everything. And when I'm living in that mode, I'm very much at the effect of life. Life is being done to me, right? And I'm not saying I never live like that sometimes, you know, um, There were a few times during my cancer journey that absolutely, you know, I was a little bit like, why me? Obviously, um, you know, I'm not devoid of being a human being, but I quickly would turn that around for myself because when I choose me and when I choose my own happiness, well, then I am at cause and I'm creating my own life. Does that mean life is always going my way? No, unfortunately it doesn't but I choose how I respond to it. Let me put it this way. Let me give you an example. When I was in my very toxic marriage, ugh, I was a, a shell of a human. I can't even explain it, but I really was devoid of feeling human um, most days. But I didn't start to heal once I left the relationship, right? I didn't say to myself, when I leave my marriage, then I can start to heal and be happy and feel worthy again. Or when I meet Mr. Right, then I will be complete. Although I did say that all throughout my 20s. And that's actually what got me into the bad marriage in the first place, right? But trust me when I say I've been destroyed shell of a human more than once in my life. And now I choose a better way. Because when I started to heal, be happy just even partially or in moments, and feel worthy again, that's why I left the relationship. Now, I hadn't healed fully, of course, until probably a few years after leaving because, yes, it was that bad and I was rock bottom and there were many, many layers that I needed to heal. But it was because I was healing and gaining my self-esteem back and starting to see my worth again that I left. And it was only when I got right with myself after that, that Mr. Right really came along. It was the healing and happiness that gave me what I wanted, not the other way around. Okay, that was actually a when and then. Like I said, we aren't devoid of when and then, right? When I got right with myself, then Mr. Right came along. But can you see the difference? I didn't base my happiness on Mr. Right. Something didn't have to happen for me to be living a life that was amazing and with meaning. I chose that life first and then Mr. Wright enhanced that. 
Now, when I was single and loving life, did that mean there wasn't a part of me that didn't still desire a relationship and someone to share my life with? No, absolutely not. As human beings, as um, psychological beings, we actually crave that connection and that love. Now, with all of that approach, though, when it came to my fertility journey, because I had done so much healing and so much looking at myself and um, so much living at cause and choosing happiness and choosing me, well, I took that same approach to my fertility journey. I was not going to let it define me and my life and destroy me, basically. And you know what? That didn't mean I had any less of a desire for a baby than the woman who was next to me who was miserable. And it didn't mean I didn't have moments where I was horribly sad. I had some horrible things happen. I just knew that I couldn't place my ultimate happiness on something that frankly can be helped by science, which I'm a huge fan of, but so often has so many gray areas and was mostly out of my control. And I had to learn to accept that on a very deep level because our minds and emotions just don't work that way. We don't get things and then they make us happy. We give our power to that thing to make us happy. We say to ourselves, I will only be happy when I have that. Because I want to be straight up real with you right now too. When I had my baby and brought him home from the hospital, time stood still for me. It really did. It felt like my whole meaning for life had changed. Oh my goodness. I can't explain how it felt actually. It was like the angels had come down and were singing. It felt profound. But guess what? This is where I actually level with you. There were many, many moments that also fucking sucked and have over the last six years. Not because I'm a bad person or a bad mother or I don't love my son, but because they were straight up hard. And if you've listened to me at all and my podcast, you know I know hard experiences. And it boils down to things like, like I really needed a break and I just didn't get one. And I know that sounds wishy-washy, but trust me, like parenting isn't hard, it's constant. And that constantness can break you down at times. Like when my baby was crying for two hours solid in the middle of the night and I was so exhausted, I wanted to collapse on the floor, like literally pass out. Sleep deprivation does things to people, don't underestimate it. But And there were so many other things um, like that. It's actually something I can't fully explain or I feel like I lack the words to explain how hard it was at times. And if I'd not been happy and balanced going into it all, then I don't know if I would have handled it quite as well. But I did because my emotional bank account was full when I started. And please don't take me, uh, take that as me complaining about being a parent. I'm so not. I'm just saying that it's not all Skittles and rainbows, right? Because what happens in reality, we get that thing, we do feel happy for a moment, and then life has a way of happening and we are unhappy all over again, right? And I say that because I've been there and I've lived that scenario too. But let's bring it back to basics here about this first step. How can you even apply this? Well, let's start here. So if there was a way to make a decision to experience joy throughout your pregnancy instead of this, you know, I can't relax until I get to the 12-week mark or the 20-week mark, would you choose that? 
Of course you would. You don't look crazy to me, right? If there was a way to decide to experience happiness right now or at least feel a whole lot better on the road to conceiving your baby, would you choose that? Well, duh, Bella, of course, you know. Now, I do realize it's more than just a decision, but it is where it starts. And it's a decision that is made not just on a conscious level, but a physical level too. Like you just feel it in your whole body. Often we make decisions with our head and we're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Like, you know, those people, I'm going to lose 15 kilos. I'm going to start to study harder. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, you know, whatever. But we make those decisions with our head and we don't get it into our physical body. We don't actually fully make that decision and commit. But I want you to do this on this physical level where you're like, fuck yes, this isn't good enough for me. I'm worth more than that. And I want you to feel that worthiness. You have to decide the current path you're on isn't good enough for you as a human. Like it really isn't. If this was someone else, would that misery misery be good enough for them? Like, you know, if you were looking at them like a fly on the wall looking at this situation, you'd be like, no, that this is a human being who's suffering. They don't deserve to suffer. They deserve to feel happy on the way to conceiving their baby. Because you don't want to miss your whole pregnancy. You don't want to miss that joy. I mean, that's a big call. There is no way I want that for you. And there's no way that happens on my watch, especially with my clients. No way. Now, of course, I know it's not that easy. I talk with women every single day who have been through horrendous times. I'm talking horrendous. So I'm not saying you have to be devoid of humanity and not even slightly concerned when you're going for blood tests and ultrasounds and things like that. Um, We all get worried until we get those assurances that, yes, everything is okay. And, yes, you're allowed to be more nervous if you've been through some shit, some serious shit. But to spend your whole time in that place over the course of your pregnancy or in the lead up to a pregnancy, well, that just sounds mm, fucked, right? (laughs) Fucked. And I know it's not that black and white. I know there are moments that you will feel great. And I know there are moments that you will feel sad. And that's all okay. But as long as you have that feeling underneath that you are okay and life will still be okay, that is where it's at. Like someone asked me the other day how I am and I replied, I'm great even when I'm not because I know how to have a basis of great, how to feel sad in moments and deal with my emotions and then get back to that all great again feeling, you know. I know it sounds weird, but have you ever sat in a moment feeling sad but still known you were okay underneath? That's the strength I want you to feel within yourself every single day and find a way to stop thinking that other things have to happen in order for you to feel happy. Just try it for a moment because this is your life and I actually don't want you to miss out on it. So ask yourself some different questions. If I could be happier right now, what would that look like? What would be different about me? What would I be telling myself? And you know, if you need help doing that, I am here for you. Always look me up, apply to work with me. I literally also, you know, 
if, if you're feeling a bit wishy-washy, get angry about it and say, yeah, it's not good enough for me. I deserve happiness. I deserve the moon and the stars and my baby because I am worth it, right? And then I want you to notice the good things in life that already exist because they're there if we look. And if you can't, call me immediately. And if you can, write that list down and then call me. Or go to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and just sign up to get, um, you can get free instant access to my meditation challenge week there. Just something that will provide you with great info now about how your brain works and how meditation, visualization and hypnosis can help you on your fertility journey. But it should also give you some tools right now that will help you to start to feel better. And of course, there's some great meditations, visualizations, and hypnosis in there to help you. It's just a small subset of what I do, but a lot of people really get a lot out of it. So go and check it out. And you know what? I'll see you next time on the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Studio Fertility Podcast. Remember, if you like this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you can make sure you know when the next episode drops. And you can find other episodes right now at studiofertility.com slash podcast. And of course, if you know of anyone else that would benefit from this podcast, make sure you share it with them and pay it forward. We are all in this together. Make sure too that you give us a five-star rating to help others find this podcast. And let me know how this podcast has benefited you by leaving your review so I can continue to deliver more great content that I know you want and need. And if you're starting to find that your infertility journey is getting the best of you, please head over to my website at studiofertility.com slash meditation and you can get instant access to a week of learning all about meditation, hypnosis and visualization, how to use each one and how they benefit you and of course some actual tracks to start to calm your nervous system. Each day you will receive a short video and an awesome meditation, hypnosis or visualization that you can do in your own time. And of course, access to those tracks for whenever you need them. Just head to studiofertility.com slash meditation to find out more. And I'll see you next time on the podcast.